Americans wanting to petition for permission to travel to Cuba know there are strict rules for that. The U.S. embargo says you can't just go there as a simple tourist. You need a special Treasury Department license, and those are usually reserved for journalists or academics. That's why some were surprised to see Jay-Z and Beyonce looking a lot like tourists in Havana recently. The entertainment power couple celebrated their fifth anniversary during a four-day stay in Cuba. Their trip was immediately criticized by Cuban-American politicians in this country, some of whom are demanding an explanation from the Obama administration. Reuters Miami bureau chief David Adams is on the story. He says from what he's been able to find out, Jay-Z and Beyonce traveled to Cuba under a so-called people-to-people license. It actually began under the Clinton administration. It was nixed under the Bush administration. Republican members of Congress, particularly those here in South Florida, didn't like the program. And then uh, in the Obama administration revived it in early 2011. And, and it's been going gangbusters ever since then. Well, Ileana Ross-Leighton and Marco Rubio and others seem to have cast this trip as a conspiracy, but it appears not, as you explained. So under person-to-person contact, how can one actually go to Cuba if you don't fall under any of the Treasury Department exemptions. Walk us through the process. Well, it is complicated, and I think that's why there's been some confusion uh, about this trip, and obviously partly because the organizers of the trip and uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z themselves um, haven't been terribly forthcoming with information about the trip. But our understanding is that they did indeed apply to the Treasury Department uh, for a license, and, and it was approved. Where the confusion kind of stems from is that neither the U.S. government nor the Cuban government knew in advance that Beyonce and Jay-Z would be traveling to Cuba, because the license process does not require you to submit names of the participants on the trip. As long as the trip organizers have a license to travel and conduct these people-to-people visits to Cuba, They don't actually need to tell the Treasury Department who are the people traveling on any particular trip. Well, let's say you wanted to go to Cuba kind of on a real bare bones trip and you didn't want to do one of those educational exchanges, just person to person contact. How many tourists are we talking about who do this person to person contact each year? Um, Well, there are thousands of Americans now going every year. I was talking to just um, one company this morning. um, It's a nonprofit, actually, called Inside Cuba. They told me that they have about 160 tours going annually. They're based out of uh, New York State, and they have a wide variety of tours. The simplest one, the most straightforward one, is their four-day long weekend in Havana, which is a quick immersion in in Cuban culture. You can do a longer, undiscovered Cuba tour, which is a 12-day, 11-night trip throughout the island, or you can do a a more specific five-days jazz in Havana. Mm. I know of another trip that's going this week, which is a a small few-day excursion, or excursion perhaps the wrong word, a trip looking at Irish routes in Cuba. There's a huge variety of different types of trips that are being organized. They're not terribly cheap because uh, there is a lot of paperwork involved. And uh, Cuba, surprisingly, uh, is is not an inexpensive place to visit. Now, uh, whether it's a person-to-person trip or a cultural exchange, uh, once you're approved by the Treasury Department, how do you actually physically travel to Havana? If you are approved by the Treasury Department, you can travel direct. There are charter companies operating not just out of Miami, but are now out of more and more American cities that offer direct flights to Havana and to other cities in Cuba, actually. David Adams, the bureau chief of Reuters in Miami. Thanks so much. My pleasure.